out of nine will destroy everything that causes division in his body. The Lord is in the process and will soon complete the process of burning with fire off everything, everything that causes division in his body. A kingdom divided cannot stand. And in the end, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of the Lord shall stand. Who is the word of the Lord? Yeshua. At the end of this thing, he's the one remaining standing. Everything else, everything else burns away daily. The Spirit of the Lord seeks a unified body. Spiritual unity doesn't just mean getting along. But the Spirit of the Lord hovers over the body, seeking a spirit of unity, because that's where the anointing is. As it says in the psalm, that's the oil flowing off the beard, when, how good and pleasant when brothers dwell together in unity. So he seeks, he seeks unity, kind of like, and if, he, and if he sees disunity, he will turn up the heat. Just like our body, our immune systems will seek out a virus, and if it finds a virus, it will turn up the heat. So will our Father. If he sees disunity, division in his body, he will turn up the heat. And if he sees it again, he will turn it up more. And he will turn it up more. And if he sees it in one generation, he'll turn it up in the next. He will turn it up, turn up the heat until it is seven times hotter. Where at that temperature, nothing, not of him, can survive. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fire, seven times hotter, Nebuchadnezzar turned it. I don't know how well they got along before that moment. I don't know if they were friends. I mean, if they're righteous Jews, they probably argued a lot. I don't know if they really liked each other. They were in Babylon. They had to serve the king. It probably wasn't a really good situation. When the fire was turned seven times hotter, anything that may have caused disunity between these three did not matter anymore. So that's what Adonai will do. He will turn up the heat so much so that the guards, the officers in Babylon who threw them into the fire, died doing so. Because nothing about Adonai, nothing not about an eye can survive at that temperature. Do you understand that? He turned it up so hot that even the Babylonian pagan guards died throwing them into it. And at that temperature, looking into the fire, who do we see? We see one as the Son of God. Because at that temperature, in fact, I believe 
in the in the books of the prophets that is the only time that incarnate Yeshua shows up in Babylon in the diaspora but it took him turning up the temperature to really hot seven times hotter for Yeshua to show up in the fire anything that causes division in his body will burn off because Yeshua will not give his glory to another he will not give his glory to another. Yeah. He is a jealous God. Hallelujah. And if there is something that rises up to take the glory from the one who deserves to be on the throne, he will turn up the temperature again and again and again. We talk about tribulation that is coming. Paul uh, shared with me something from Corey Ten Boom, and it spoke about how tribulation comes to the unrighteous, but persecution comes to the righteous. Nice. Yeah. So none of us are exempt from this thing. So what is the what is the process? What is the purpose of bringing tribulation in the end and turning up the heat? And what is the what is the purpose of bringing bringing persecution? to his body. It's all the same purpose at the end of the day. To burn off what's not of him. That's the purpose for the unrighteous and the righteous. That process of dying daily is going to get turned up so we die even more quickly. So nothing not of him will remain. Mountains will fall. Hills will be removed. But he will not be shaken. Everything that causes division, he will seek and he will burn off. And he is in the process of doing that. In the beginning, Adam and Eve, they were in the garden. There was complete unity between them, between them and God. There was no disunity, but once sin entered, all of a sudden the disunity, the, the separation, the division started to happen. She made me do it. And she's like, no, 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 it was the serpent. All of the finger pointing and the blaming all of a sudden started. That was the first marital fight. <laughs> After they left the guard, she probably went, I can't believe you blamed me for that. <laughs> Somebody was sleeping on the couch that night. Yeah. They weren't having fun that night. So the sin comes in, and all of a sudden we start to see this disunity, and it even goes to their children with Cain and Abel, where Cain is jealous of Abel and the offerings, and all of a sudden you start to see this thing, this, 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 this separation, this spirit, this evil spirit that seeks to separate. Jealousy is being burnt off. Is being burnt off. But then how do you conquer this thing? I mean, Adam and I went to Cain and said, hey, Sin is crouching at your door, but you can master it. Well, that's kind of a sucky place to be. You know, like, okay, I gotta master it. So then generations later, Adonai brings in the Torah. It's like, I'm the Torah. I'm gonna give you the tools to master sin because I'm gonna tell you what sin is and I'm gonna tell you what righteousness is. So now you get to know what is sin, what is righteous, so you're gonna conquer sin that way. We screwed that up too. That's why Yeshua comes in with a better covenant, where he takes the sin that's crouching at our door, crumples it up, and throws it away. 
and he's in the process of doing that. That is still something he is doing. It is not fully complete. It will be complete in the time at the end when he comes. But he is in the process of taking everything that separates us, the sins that crouch at our door that we cannot master, and throwing it into the lake of fire once and for all. And that's what he is in the process of doing. Anything that causes division in his kingdom, he will not stand for. Love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah! Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeshua said that is the commandment that's like the first, which is to love God with all your heart, soul, and strength. And he didn't just say love your neighbor. He said love your neighbor as if they are you. Love your neighbor as if they are you. Yeshua, when he gave the golden rule and said, do unto others as you had them do to you, he was alluding to that commandment as well. Your neighbor is you. That's why there cannot be division between members of his body. Because we really are one. We are the same person. Love your neighbor as you. Robert is us. <laughs> Who is your neighbor? Robert is your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah, Peter. Yeah. Who is your neighbor? Robert. Robert. Robert yeah. is our neighbor. Yes. It's so funny, you know, Yeshua was asked, you know, they had this whole thing, and I mean, this is the way Jewish people spoke to each other back then, okay? Well, what's the biggest commandment? Well, love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, who's your neighbor? And you had to always dig deeper, right? What does this mean? We see that all throughout the rabbinic commentary. Don't work on Shabbat. Okay, what's work? Yeah. Right? I mean, this, you gotta do it. So then you have like, okay, work is these 39 things, right? That's what in rabbinic, in Judaism, right? So these are the same things that you, you see in Judaism. Okay, love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, who's your neighbor? Robert. <laughs> this question was asked of Yeshua. Who is your neighbor? And you know, it's, it's, it, who is your neighbor? Is it the person that lives next to you? Is it the person that you like? Yeshua said, love your enemies. Who is your neighbor? Love your enemies. You don't have to like them to love them. Pray for those who persecute you. Who was he talking about when he was saying pray for those who persecute you? He was talking about pagan Roman Jew haters. Love your neighbor as if he or she is you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Who is your neighbor? Who is your neighbor? Your neighbor is not just the person that you like. 
In fact, Yeshua said the pagans do that, right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah. He said the pagans, what's, what's the big deal? He said, what is the big deal if you just love who you like? What's the big whoop about that? He said, even the pagans do that. The body of Messiah, me included, we suffer from pagan love. The body of Messiah suffers from loving like pagans. Because we only love the people who look like us. We only love the people who sound like us, who smell like us, who vote like us, Come on now. who has the same political affiliations as us. Yeah. Oh. 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 Those are the ones we love. Not so when Adonai sees his body. Not so. Not so. And anything that separates, that causes division between the ones who vote conservative and the ones that vote Democrat or anything else that divides will be burnt off with fire. Because I guarantee when Nebuchadnezzar turned the volume up, turned the heat up seven times, they didn't care about these things any longer. Yeah. They didn't care about these things any longer. Who is your neighbor? It's the sinner, just like you, just like you, just like me. Love, love your enemies as yourself. Adonai, I ask you to reveal what unity in your body really means. I guarantee you, if you break your arm, it's not that your arm is broken and everything else is fine. If you break your arm, your whole body feels it. Oh, I'm going to pray for you, arm, but we're okay over here. It's not how it works. If you have a stomach virus, your whole body feels it. It's not like the rest of the body can say, okay, well, I'm going to pray for you. The whole body is affected. Susie threw out her back last week. Anybody ever throw out their back? Like your lower back just decides, you're not going to move around for two weeks much. Sorry. It's not like the rest of you can say, okay, I'm fine. The whole body is affected when one part is broken. This is the spiritual reality in the body of Messiah. When one is broken, we're all broken. Whether we know it or not, Adonai is going to wake us up to that reality. When one is sinning, when one struggles with sin, you must hear this spiritually or else you're going to run out of here. That's why I told you that Lisa is going to be here next week to give you a reason to come back. <laughs> when one is sinning, if in our unity it's like the whole body is sinning. And if you don't believe me about that, what did Isaiah say when the Lord showed himself and called him as a prophet and said, you're going to speak to the nation? Whose mouth did he say is not clean? His mouth. He said, I have unclean lips. I guarantee Isaiah was a pretty righteous guy beforehand. But in his holiness, when he realized it, he's like, I have unclean lips amongst the people of unclean lips. When Daniel repented, 
when Daniel repented, did he say, like the church often does when they're praying for America, they screwed up. They have taken your word and twisted it. They, Lord, they, Lord, have said that sin is no longer sin. They, Lord, hate you. They, Lord, are, e are acting like evil people. They, Lord, are acting like, like we pray. They, Father, have them repent. Is that what Daniel did? He did not. He said, we, we are acting wickedly. We are breaking your commandments. We have taken your word and twisted it. He did not remove himself. Daniel was a righteous guy. But when he repented, he owned it. Adonai is seeking a body that is so much in unity, they are not afraid to say, I am a sinner and I repent. And maybe, maybe, in his mercy, he will receive that from the other members who don't even know to repent. I have sex with men. I have sex with men. And I repent. Now you're really not going to come back next week. <laughs> People are like, is he serious? I don't know if he's talking metaphorically or he's talking for real. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think. Because if you think, because if you think that we're not sinners, you're all wrong. You were in the wrong place anyway. I am a sinner with the one living inside of me that became sin, who knew no sin yet became sin, so we can be the righteousness of God. The one that lives inside of you and me had no interest in being righteous. He gave up his righteousness and became sin so we can be righteous. That's the one that lives in you and me. I have sex with men. I have sex with women. I am a drug addict and I repent. <laughs> I repent. I take your word, Lord, and say that it's not sin. I take words that say this is sin. I say it's no longer sin. I have done that. And I repent. I repent. I am a racist. And I repent. I hang black people. And I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent. The girl that was hanged in, in Texas, I did that. And I repent. And I repent. 
Boy, this is gonna come out really well on podcast. You never know what people are gonna think. This is why you need to minister to the spirit of Adonai and not to humans. But whoever is listening on podcast, I challenge you to do the same thing. Because Adonai, I believe, is calling a body to not be offended and not be afraid to say, it's me. And I repent. I'm the sinner. I murdered somebody. And I repent. I am, I have sexual sin. I repent. I repent. I call everybody in the Messianic movement that may be listening to do this. To say, I am the sinner. Not they, I am the sinner. I repent. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, Adonai will receive it and say, I forgive you. And he will forgive those who don't have the strength and don't have the ability and the knowledge to actually repent. Thank you, Adonai. Adonai is calling his body in this hour to be radical. <laughs> to be radical. So, Father, I pray, Adonai, in this moment, in this hearing, Father, you receive this. Receive this, Adonai. Because you are slow to anger and you are quick to forgive. <laughs>